Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Okay, Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast continues, and another great week, another big thank you to Hall Financial, our presenting partner, just awesome to be able to have them uh, you know, go in with us on this. They've been a day zero, I don't even say day one, day zero supporter, so first and foremost, thank you to Hall Financial for presenting this podcast, and I'll tell you what, guys, we really do have a great one today um, with Jim Richardson. He's the president of the PGA of America. Um, it was really just cool to talk to him. I'm looking forward to seeing him at the Ryder Cup in a couple weeks, and it, it was just cool to be put in touch through Jay Jennings as well. Jay's a, a guy that I've worked with for years, and uh, him and, and Jim Richardson are cousins, so it just worked out well. And it's funny, I've seen Jim Richardson on TV a lot, whether it's been the PGA Championship, whether it's been other golf interviews, so it was cool to get to talk to him, and my God, all that the PGA of America is doing, how big of an operation is it, really just fascinating stuff. So we're going to get to that momentarily. But first, as I mentioned, um, Hall Financial, if you are looking for a mortgage, whether you're refinancing, whether you're buying a new home, that's hallmdg.com. They've helped so many Metro Detroit golfers and look forward to helping more. So please check them out, hallmdg.com. But as I mentioned, before we get to Jim, um, I'm really looking forward to the Ryder Cup in a couple weeks. I I'm going to try to document it the best I can. Um, just excited to get to Whistling Straits. Um, going to be a trip I never forget. My friend actually has his pilot's license, so we're flying directly from Oakland County to Sheboygan, about 10, 12 minutes from the course when we land. So it's going to be awesome. Going early Saturday morning, flying in, going right to the course, staying Saturday night in Sheboygan. I'm sure that'll be a party with all the Europeans and, and Americans at the bars, But uh, and then going to the Ryder Cup Sunday as well. So it's one of those trips that's bucket list, that's unforgettable. It's cool that it's so close um, in, in, in Wisconsin, Whistling Straits. So just pumped up for it, really. Uh, it's going to be great, and, and I'm, I'm excited to get out there. Jay Jennings is going with us. Uh, Justin, my buddy, Justin Edgar, is flying us, and he's going to be going. So make sure you stay tuned to all Metro Detroit Golfers platforms. I'll be updating every step of the journey as we uh, go there to cheer on Team USA and uh, you know see if they can get it done. The Ryder Cup's fascinating to me. There's a lot of storylines this year. We know this, a lot of storylines with uh, – Frankly, not only Bryson and Brooks, but just the team itself. I know a lot of people kind of wanted some different players on there. I know overall people seem to be happy with, with the field um, of players. It's it's a great team. Um, look, did, did some people want Kisner? Sure. Did some people want... Uh, other guys on there and maybe question some of the picks uh, by the by Captain Steve Stricker. That's always going to happen. But overall, I mean, these guys, uh, just an absolute squad, both sides, European and, and uh, you know, America. So I'm definitely excited to get out there. Uh, Whistling Straits seems just awesome. And it's one of those things I'll just never forget, going to the Ryder Cup for two days and, and being able to fly right in. So I'll certainly be going on DraftKings Sportsbook as well and, and betting on some Ryder Cup stuff. So DraftKings official sports betting partner, the NFL as well. So also week two, just $1 you have to bet on any football game this week. You'll receive $200 in free bets instantly 
with DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you use code MDG to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game this weekend. That's promo code MDG, $200 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline 800-270-7117. Must be 21-plus Michigan-only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. DraftKings does such a great job. But, again, we're going to get to Jim Richardson here shortly. President of the PGA um, just does a fantastic job with his organization um and it's not the we're going to clarify in here it's this isn't the pga tour now those organizations separated and and they're separate now but they still have a ton of synergy and involvement between the two but uh hope you enjoy the conversation with jim richardson um and and i do of course want to mention lastly our other partner tricovery massage and flexibility tri-covery.com what jeff and kevin and their team has done has been nothing short of fantastic just getting much detroit golfers stretched out the massage packages they do for golfers so just wanted to thank them and encourage everyone to check out tricovery um as i know so many metro detroit golfers have so that's tri-covery.com but without further ado jim richardson he's the head of the pga of america we're gonna have a conversation about the Ryder cup and just the organization as a whole so please uh, enjoy this interview with jim richardson All right, Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast, back here, uh, our guest of the week with Jim Richardson. He's the president of the PGA America, and uh, Jim, just awesome to have you on here ahead of the Ryder Cup, just a couple of weeks away. I know you've had a very busy year uh, in in your role and your position, but first off, Jim, just thanks for coming on. Uh, You bet. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's always great to just spread the word uh, and promote the Ryder Cup. We're we're all very excited after waiting an extra year. For this one so uh, can't wait for another couple weeks to be in wisconsin now obviously and i see you're wearing the whistling straights uh you know pullover which is which is just awesome um i'm going to the Ryder cup i've never attended a Ryder cup before can't wait for it can't but for it. if you could just i mean real quickly before we kind of get into your backstory just um let our audience in on on just the cliff notes version of of how much planning goes into the Ryder Cup? Obviously, you is in the PGA of America is very, very involved in that. But I, I got to imagine just a huge planning process. Yeah, it is. We've got you know a, a huge amount of people, both for our organization, the PGA of America, you know, led by Kerry Haig, who's our chief championships officer. We've got a team on the ground that have been there for about three years now, led by Jason Mangel, who uh, is the tournament director on site at Whistling Straits along with all the staff at Whistling Straits and the resort at Destination Kohler. You've got over 4,000 volunteers, all the individuals locally. You've got political officials. You've got the business officials in the area. There's so many people that are involved in something of this magnitude, this size. Uh, you know, It's the most unique event, I, I believe, in golf, uh, this team concept and worldwide concept of all the people that are interested in it, involved with it, uh, which normally you see in an individual sport in golf. So, uh, there's so much history here dating back to 1927. Uh, this thing has really grown to be one of the biggest sporting events in the world and just really proud and uh, humbled to be involved in it in a small way. Now, you obviously, um, you know, you have a lot of uh, ties to Wisconsin, of course. I mean, even though I was looking at your page earlier, whether it's the 2016 Wisconsin PGA Professional of the Year or um, I also saw it, you were executive committee member, 2007 U- U.S. Senior Open, 2010 PGA Championship. 2015 PGA championship. So you have a lot of experience with, uh, 
with the Kohler properties as well. Yeah, we do. You know, as kids, we lived in Madison, Wisconsin for several years. My father was on the staff, one of the football coaches at UW back in the 70s. And and then fast forward, I uh, worked at Kohler, as you said, for 11 years as the general manager and director of golf operations and was very fortunate to be involved in some of those championships. Uh, so I, I, I've got some intimate knowledge of the property and of the facility, uh, which is really fun now for me and my family to be able to go back and see so many great friends. But they've got a wonderful staff there uh, led by some great PGA professionals. PGA of America is very familiar with the facility, having hosted several of those championships there previously. Uh, and we're really looking forward to the Ryder Cup. You've got kind of a perfect scenario for the team. You know, great team with uh, some veterans, but uh, some rookies or at least Ryder Cup rookies in the mix. Captain Stricker is, you know, from Wisconsin and, right. and uh, the, the fans are going to come out in droves to really support Captain Stricker, one of their own, as well as the team. And, you know, they got the better of us in 2018 in Paris. So we really want to bring the cup back to uh, U.S. soil. Now, and it's funny, Jim, I mean, even just sitting here in Michigan and, and I, we always say this, Michigan is just such a huge golf state. People have no idea. It's the third most golf courses in the country in terms of states, right? Florida, California, then Michigan. But I kind of view, you know, Michigan and Wisconsin, sure, completely different golf, but similar from the standpoint of, you know, people think Florida golf, people think California golf, people think Arizona golf and all these, you know, kind of hot, sexy destinations, if you will. But um, Michigan and Wisconsin, both Midwest states, and there really is just a huge passion for golf i think in the midwest and and particularly with with both those two states michigan wisconsin would you agree with that yeah absolutely i agree 100 percent i you know the summer and the fall is such great golf weather there uh and people really come out in droves uh you know not only great sports fans in both states but there's so many good golf courses highly ranked golf courses and i think if you look at the history of some of the major championships and Ryder cups that have been played mm-hmm. this will be now Ryder cup played in both states there's been majors, uh, men's and women's played in both states, and some of the top-rated golf courses in the country are in both states. So with that, you know, combine that all, and you've got great golf fans. You've got people that come out in droves to play. You have people that come out in droves to support those golf events. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to adding that Ryder Cup to the state of Wisconsin here in a couple of weeks. That's great. Now, PGA President Jim Richardson joins us here on the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. And, and Jim, I would also just be curious, you know, if you could – Please it just kind of explain to our audience, you know, we get a lot of people that, that ask how to get into the, to, to the golf industry, um, you know, careers within the golf industry. Obviously, you've had a, a career in the golf industry, and I think that my partner Kyle and I, one thing that's really not surprised us, but really been eye-opening is just how big of an industry golf is, how many careers there are. Um, so I guess I would just ask you for, for someone listening, watching this right now, if you do want to get into the, the, the golf career, right. Could you, could you just take a moment and, and speak to, to your career, you know, when you knew you wanted to get into it. And, and I know that you've had so many different, different roles and jobs within the golf industry, but um, your decision to just dive into that career and, and, and where it's taken you is just unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a couple different areas, right. If you're, if you're looking to change careers, we have a PJ of America career services department through pga.com. You can actually see a lot of jobs that are listed, golf courses around the country. We also do an executive search that we've got individuals that work for the PGA of America finding either executive positions for golf companies, executive positions at high-end private country clubs, resorts, public golf facilities. 
Um, but if you have a son or a daughter, niece or nephew that's interested as well, too, there's a partnership that the PG of America has with uh, 17 different PGM colleges and universities around the country. You have one in Michigan, Fair State was one of the first right. to offer that program. So you get typically a major in you know, business or physical education or sales and marketing, but a minor in professional golf management. During that program, you have internships with which you go and spend time. Could be a private course, public, a resort course. So you get that uh, kind of um, hands-on experience. And then when you graduate, uh, then you have got that lead into the market uh, if you're interested in going that route. But golf is a huge, huge business and an industry. It's an $84 billion industry with over 2 million jobs that touch the golf business. So there's a lot of different opportunities. If you want to go into sales and marketing, finance involved with golf, if you want to get into operations, if you want to get into tournaments, you can get into charity and foundation work, uh, you, know, you can get into agronomy. There's a lot of different areas that someone can go involved with golf. I can tell you, you're going to, you're going to meet some of the most interesting people and passionate people. Oh, and there's yeah. people from all, all walks of life and all kinds of other industries that are involved some way with golf because they're passionate about the game or giving back to kids through golf, to veterans programs through golf, uh, uh, diversity and inclusion initiatives and inner city initiatives through golf. Yeah. There's just so much that touches it, that there's all kinds of opportunities, but if you're interested, go to pj.com and our career services. We, we can try to help you get into the game. That's $84 billion industry worldwide. That, that is unbelievable. And I, I appreciate you sharing that stat. Um, you know, Jim, I, I guess I would just ask you as well. I'm sure a lot of people, uh, in terms of your job, the, the public facing side of your job is, of course, you know, when I've seen you interviewed on TV or during the PGA Tour events and whatnot, um, the, behind, the, behind the curtain look at a day-to-day or even a week by week with your job, I'm sure you're so busy. It, it varies so much as being the president of the PGA, but how much, how much time is your job spent on, you know, PGA tour events, for instance, versus PGA professionals and learning programs and things like that. Is there an overarching, I guess, breakdown you could kind of let our audience in on, Hey, this is what the, the president of the PGA of America, uh, you know, does is responsible for on a, on a, on a weekly basis, so to speak. Yeah, it's a great question. I'm glad you asked. At one time, the PGA of America and the PGA Tour was one organization. And we broke off. So there's actually two organizations. There's the PGA Tour, mm-hmm. which typically your listeners would see on the, the weekly PGA Tour events. And the big names like the Tiger Woods's, Phil Mickelson's, Roy Macro's, Justin Thomas's playing week to week. Right. PGA of America is the organization of the 28,000 men and women around the country that teach and operate the game. And that typically when you go to your local golf course that are operating those courses, whether it be public, municipal facility or a high end private golf course. But our organization does own and operate some very large assets. We own and operate the Ryder Cup. Mm-hmm. And it's in the U.S. in partnership with uh, PGA of Great Britain and Ireland and Ryder Cup Europe. We also own the PGA Championship, one of the four men's right. professional majors. We own and operate the KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship, which is a Champions Tour major. And in partnership with our partners at KPMG and others, we and the LPGA Tour, we have a women's major as well. So we do have those assets that we're involved with, uh, not on the regular basis on the PGA Tour. So what yeah. we are trying to accomplish is running those major events, 
no question about it, but also providing uh, more services and support to the 28,000 around the country on, um, you know, everything new to do with teaching and coaching on um, programs for player development, um, sales and marketing programs on how to grow their, their membership or their customer base at their local golf course, tying into different you know, benefits and services we can offer them to try to elevate their jobs and, and their vocation, their profession, and then working on player development programs junior programs, veteran programs to help continue to grow the game. So we're involved a little bit more in the golf professional operations side and growing the game side, but we have these very, very large assets. So mm -hmm. uh, we, we've got a lot on the plate. Uh, we, we work in partnership with the tour on some of our events. They're a great organization, uh, but we're a little more concentrated on operations of daily facilities and uh, growing the game and getting more people to enjoy and play golf. Oh, man, that's great. And I think it is, it is so cool, you know, one of the, the coolest sporting events, one of the coolest times of the year in golf is when we get to see the PGA championship and we get to see the, the PGA professionals who qualify and make it. Heck, we had a couple from Michigan just this year yep. that, uh, you know, with Tim Pierce and, and with Ben Cook, obviously, who was the, yep. the, low, uh, the low head pro. What a, what a great, unique opportunity for, for those hardworking PGA professionals to be able to qualify for a tournament like that. I mean, in my opinion, and this is, isn't more so a question, just a, a discussion, a, a comment, you know, with you, but, but in my opinion, that's really one of the coolest times of the year for golf is when we get to see those PGA pros get into a major like that. Yeah, no question about it. And Ben's a phenomenal player, great young man, and you know, he really represents our, our other 28,000 members uh, at the highest level. And he made the cut and was the low professional, as you said, the low PGA club professional in the PGA Championship. Uh, and the KitchenAid Senior PGA, we also had one of our club professionals from Ohio, Bob Sowers, that finished in the top five this last year at the KitchenAid Senior. So we've got some of the best players that are PGA club professionals, the best operators and the best at introducing new people into the game and getting them started. So it, it's a, it is a huge source of pride to see those individuals perform like that and the way that they represent all of us. Um, you know, so it, it, it's really pride filled. It's great to see because we've got some of the best players along with some of the best teachers and operators in the game. And that's, and that's something I always encourage people to, to do. I know there's a lot of people that have picked up the game and Taylor made did the study since COVID, right? 8 million people have either gotten back into golf or picked up the game of golf. And I always encourage people, you know, if you go on, if you're trying to, to improve your game or, or pick up the game and you go on YouTube and you search, fix my slice, right? It's information overload. It really is. So I always like to encourage people that, you know, take advantage and, and go, go see one of your local PGA professionals, go get some lessons, go talk to them about the game. It really can it just, just help so much having that level of instruction, I think, for people to really get into the game. Yeah, absolutely. No question about it. If you want to improve your game, go see a local PGA professional. If you want to get your kids introduced in the game, mm -hmm. introduce them to the PGA Pro. We have got great junior programs as well, like PGA Junior League Golf. That's had huge success with that. Over 60,000 boys and girls participate in that the last few years. And it's a great way to get introduced, kind of a team concept to get introduced into the game. Uh, but you're absolutely right. If you really want to enjoy yeah. the game, most people that improve and show improvement and play better, enjoy it more and play more golf. And that's what PGA professionals can provide. They can get you to play better golf and enjoy it more. Last one for you, Jim. And I, and I want to kind of look forward a little bit on, on a big picture level here with, with golf and, you know, your, your organization is so focused and it's just fantastic on growing the game and, and really, really growing the game moving forward. Um, 
what is your, your outlook for golf on a large scale moving forward? And, and what I mean by that is, you know, I think a lot of people do unfortunately still think that golf is an older sport, an elitist sport. And, and, and I, you know, say it all the time that I think that's just simply not true. You know, I'm, I'm someone who's 28. Uh, I have so many of my friends uh, in their 20s who golf. I, I really do think it is a young sport. I think it's it's it has become even more so a social sport. My God, every country club is doing these, you know, nine and dines, nine and wines, seemingly all the time now. So, um, w- what is your opinion on on just that from the standpoint of golf becoming? perhaps younger, becoming more social. We see music on the course nowadays. We see things like that, 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 you know, we, we didn't in the past. Um, your overall take, I know I threw a lot at you there, but your overall take on kind of that, that social direction movement, younger type, type thing we've seen with the, with the sport overall. Yeah, no question. And we fight that as kind of misinformation. There's roughly 15,000 golf courses in North America Roughly 10,000 are public access. Mm-hmm. Of that, the average the average green fee is uh, basically $51, $52. The medium green fee is less than $40. So it's really not an elit- elitist wealthy sport. No. But the, the top golf courses, which are typically high-end private clubs, get a lot of that TV recognition because they have a tendency to host some of the televised championships. But golf as a game, as a sport around the country is can, is very, very affordable. And as you said, with especially over the last 18 months, a lot of those new 8 million golfers that have gone into it are younger uh, and a lot of families, uh, an activity that they could do together during COVID. They could get out of the house. They could get outside. They could do it in kind of a healthy, safe manner. And yep. we've got programs for all levels, for beginners, for juniors, for families. We've got all those programs in place. You just need to reach out your local PGA professional in that club. But no question, the game is getting younger. You Mm -hmm. see that at all levels. You see that the highest level of sport, some of the best players right now are 20-somethings on the men's and the women's side playing great golf. We saw that a couple weeks ago in Toledo at the Solheim Cup. You've seen that with who's on the team, both for Europe and the U.S. There's just some great talent at the younger level. Those that are involved with golf that see the amateur in the high school and the college level, these kids are, are performing at really, really high levels and really, really talented. So we're going to see a lot of really good young talent come out on both the men's and the women's game over the next few years. And I always say my favorite round of golf the last couple of years that I played was on my father's birthday. Mm. He was 89 years old, played with two of his sons and his 12-year-old grandson. Mm. There's just not many activities you can do. No. You have three, no. three generations that you, can, that you can play together as well as a game for a lifetime. My 12-year-old nephew will be able to play till hopefully he's 89. That's great. And it's, you just can't do that with any no. other game. It's a sport you truly can play your whole life. You can play when you're five or six years old like I did. You can, and, and exactly what you just mentioned, I'll play with my grandkids one day. You know, and it's just, it is special, right? And it's special being able to, to play your whole life with your family outside, enjoying the time. Um, it really is just, just fantastic. But Jim Richardson, uh, President PJ of America, Thank you for coming on. I appreciate uh, our good friend, uh, Jay Jennings, uh, your, your cousin, uh, getting us in touch. And it was good just to chat. And I'm going to look forward to, to hopefully Jim seeing you for a little bit at the Ryder Cup uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I look forward to it. We'll track you down at the Media Center. I look forward to seeing you in Wisconsin in two weeks. Awesome. Jim Richardson, thank you very much for coming on. Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in.
Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility. 